Hello everyone and welcome to DCOM Central, where two childhood best friends review, reflect, and poke fun at the Disney Channel original movies that they grew up with, and maybe more recent ones, but who knows how far we'll go. Michael, today we are doing another Milestone DCOM. Milestone DCOM? How so? Well, this DCOM turned 17 last Friday. Oh, happy birthday, DCOM! Yes, and based on when this podcast comes out, last Friday will be March 19th. So on March 19th, 2004, Going to the Mat premiered with one of our fave young DCOM stars, Andrew Lawrence. Truly all over the DCOM first, this guy. <laughs> yeah, and yet another movie I remember seeing as a kid, but had little to no recollection while rewatching it for this podcast. What about you, Michael? I've never seen this movie before. Ever. Didn't even know it existed. First time I ever heard of it was when you said you wanted to review it. Ah, well, here we are now. Yep, so fresh eyes for me. Uh, almost fresh eyes for you. Like It's like used like new. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> well, what did your fresh eyes give you for a summary? Well, in Going to the Mat, we find Andrew Lawrence once again making an appearance in the DCOM universe, where this time he's portraying a... Uh, blind schoolboy who starts wrestling. This coming-of-age story shows us that our only limitations are in our head, and once we can overcome them, anything is possible. That, that's, that's pretty much it, Kelly. Short and to the point, I like it. I think my next statistics is seeing how many of the DCOMs are in the coming-of-age genre on Disney+. Plus. Oh yeah? I mean, this does count as a coming-of-age story, right? Yes, but... I constantly am seeing that when we're looking at the movies on Disney+. Plus. It's like, this is a coming-of-age story. This is a coming-of-age story. I guess they're all coming-of-age. Maybe this is more of like coming to terms with who you are, you know? I mean, I, I guess that is what coming-of-age means. Who knows? Yeah. I, I need to do some deep digging on that later. But for now, the things I already dug up, the fun facts. Yes, the fun facts. This is the 51st DCOM. And we're back to filming in Salt Lake City, Utah. Of course. But uh, hey, hey, hey. This time it actually took place in Utah. Yes. It's a first. So, you know, I, I'm not going to dock any points for that. <laughs> and we, of course, you know, know the, the main star, Andrew Lawrence from Horse Sense, Jumping Ship, The Other Me. You know, all decom classics. Really, and though? And now he's 15, the oldest we've seen him so far. So he grew quite a bit. And so last week we did the Even Stevens movie. Shia LaBeouf was in the, was, you know, Louis Stevens. Shia LaBeouf was also in Holes with Cleo Le Leon Thomas, a.k.a. Zero from Holes. So, you know, it's all coming together. It really, it's a regular who's who, this movie, Kelly. Yes, because Cleo Leon Thomas plays Vincent, a.k.a. Fly, in this movie. And Wayne Brady is in this movie playing Mr. Wyatt. So that's a big name. Heck yeah, he was. Oh my god, Wayne Brady, what a man. I was so happy when he popped up. Yeah, we know him from How I Met Your Mother. Of course you were, I figured you would be. Yeah. Anyway, so this movie also won Director's Guild Award for Outstanding Directing in a Children's Program, so... Yeah, it's got that going for it. And it also got a nomination for a Humanitarian Award in Writing. So this seems like a pretty well-regarded DCOM here. Yeah. Yeah, pretty solid. Also, just a, just a little extra fun fact, at the beginning of the movie... Jace tells Fly to call him Daredevil because, you know, Jace is also blind and was wearing a red shirt at the time. <laughs> so 
an homage to the Marvel superhero Daredevil. This movie is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because this isn't even the first decom where we got a Marvel reference. Andrew Lawrence was reading Spider-Man comics in The Other Me. So Andrew Lawrence is confirmed to be in the MCU. Do <laughs> you imagine? I am imagining it. Well, thanks for your fun facts, Kelly. How about that plot? Yes, the plot. We begin with the band playing on a stage and the drummer, Andrew Lawrence, is wearing black sunglasses indoors. So that means he's blind, of course. I did not get that at first. Well, did you know what the movie was about? No, I knew nothing about this movie. I just found it and clicked play. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> whoops. We go outside to some aerials of New York to show the title over it, and there's a weird sound effect of something hitting a mat as the words in the title hit each other. Did you notice that, Michael? No, I didn't, but I really liked this intro scene, especially with the jazz music. It was so cool. It brought me back to our jazz days, Kelly. Yeah, that was cool. Yes, yes, but it was just like the title... Little little title sequence thing which is really random yeah it's one of those older decom uh intros i guess yeah older graphics they thought they were cool but it was just really weird now we're at the park with some members of the band and drummer jason you know andrew lawrence is swinging a baseball bat he is still blind but his friends are throwing a baseball that has a slight ringing noise so he can hear it coming which is really cool i didn't know they had that there's all sorts of um things to help with that kind of stuff i thought it was really cool and i'm I'm really glad they included stuff like that especially the the ticker on the uh the basketball hoop i just think it's really cool all the ways that people have come uh found to like be able to include uh blind people in 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 everyday activities stuff like that yeah i really appreciate it so the guys start talking about how jason is moving to utah so again we're actually going to utah while filming in utah so super sweet what a concept I'm very happy about this. I also meant to mention something uh, when they were in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very dangerous scene. They're playing baseball in the middle of a very, very crowded park. Oh, yeah. Like one stray ball, someone knocked the heck out. That is true. Especially with, I mean, you know, he can hear the ball coming to him, but he, he doesn't know where people are around him. So he could just smack someone right in the face. Yeah. They should have come to a less populated area, but decoms you know they just wanted they just wanted extras to make it look nice yeah it is what it is nobody got hurt so the next scene we arrive in utah and you guessed it michael they have a giant home of course and possibly uh jason's own personal basketball court you know with the beeper on the hoop too either that or it's just next door and share with the neighborhood because while jason is on the court his neighbor vincent or fly as he likes to be called Rides his bike over to meet him, but he doesn't seem to know social cues because he notices Jason might be blind and tries to wave his arm by his face only for Jason to catch it and ask what he's doing. Like That's a big no-no, Fly. Yeah, it's a tough look, Fly. Yeah, Fly is shocked he could see him, but Jason explains he has facial vision due to the vibrations in the air. Oh, and he can call him Daredevil, so love it. Yeah, there it is. This was a, you know, interesting scene to to introduce Fly. Um made me sad though cuz like when Fly moves away, when Fly doesn't want to hang out and he just go, you know, like bikes away, um Jace throws the ba- the basketball into the hoop, right? He makes the basket. That's all fine and dandy, but there's nobody there to help him find the ball once he does. And then you like while while we're like panning out from that scene, you see him like going down to the floor trying to find the basketball. This made me sad. Guess it should have had some 
something on the basketball too. Maybe just like the I mean that could have been hard, you know, but yeah, because basketballs are filled with air while baseballs are not. Oof. Yeah, tricky. Yeah, I what I don't love how Fly is kind of freaked out by the blindness and. When Jason that invites him to play basketball with him, he chickens out and leaves. Yeah. Cut to Jason's first day of school where he trips over a backpack that is terribly placed right in front of one of the doors. Like, come on. That's not nice. Anyone could trip over that. Yeah. Also sad to watch. Yeah. I would have. You know it. Yeah, you would. Blown out a knee or two. <laughs> then he bumps into a jock named John who, of course, says, What are you, blind? Then he turns around and realizes Jason is in fact blind, but isn't very apologetic. Nope. So Jason calls him farm boy. Even for bullies, these guys are pretty intense, but I mean, Jace doesn't hold back either. So immediately he's he, he goes on the offense and that probably could come from like a, you know, a childhood of people making fun of him before this. But still, like he went like hard on the offense here. Oh, no, that's him all the time. He just wants he just keeps demanding attention. Yeah. Made it tough in the beginning here. Yeah. So a random girl of Mary Beth, who turns out to be one of his readers, comes to try and help Jason get to class, but he doesn't need help. He has a big ego in the beginning of this movie. He doesn't want help and he just wants to like, he just wants to do his own thing, even when he's not supposed to. I get where he comes from here or where he could come from here, but still it's, it's, um, he does go about it quite the wrong way in the beginning. Because in the first class, when he arrives, he tries to crack a bunch of jokes, but no one, no one cares. Yeah, they kind of fall flat. Harsh crowd. But again, he, he immediately seems obnoxious when he walks into class. Immediately. I mean, he commands the room, you know? Yes, he keeps doing that. <laughs> then the jock who he previously bumped into walks into class, sits right next to him, and like leans over towards him. So Jason goes for the handshake to formally in introduce himself as Jace, and John says he's farm boy. I like that callback. Yes, from like two minutes ago. <laughs> Next up, we got band class being conducted by Wayne Brady, a.k.a. Mr. Wyatt. Band class. And Jason's on the drums again, trying to get all the attention on him because they're in the middle of a song and he just starts doing a solo out of nowhere. Could you imagine that happening when we were in band? That'd be so obnoxious. Be kicked out like immediately. Yeah, Mr. Ross would kick him out. But Fly... Is on the piano next to Jace and starts joining in on this like solo. So I guess they're cool now. Yeah, they started their own little uh, little uh, jazz combo there. Yes, but they weren't. This is this was not a jazz band. So Mr. Wyatt stops the band and goes over to Jace to sarcastically congratulate him on improving the works of Johann Sebastian Bach <laughs> and tell him he needs to stop showing off. Jace says he wouldn't understand, but Mr. Wyatt says he understands completely because guess what? He's blind too. Now, I did not catch this at first either. He was, I, I remember distinctly, he was looking like he, he wasn't making eye contact. And I thought that was just a thing. Like he wasn't making eye contact. He was just looking over Jace. Um, so then when it was revealed that he was blind, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, I, I, I knew all of this. <laughs> so Jace is surprised. I mean, obviously he couldn't see it. But he says the blind is leading the blind. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Come on. It's a good joke, but pretty rude. So later on, Fly runs into Jace in the hallway and doesn't seem to be freaked out by the blindness anymore. So I'm glad he's advanced quickly. He just needed a moment to, you know, catch up, get get cool with it, get jiggy with it. Yep. So they start playing uh, basketball together after school. Jace asks for advice on how to be accepted in the school and Fly's answer is simple. 
become a jock. I guess that's everyone's one-stop shop, right? Apparently. So it is probably the next day in school. Jason is in gym class and wants to play basketball with the rest of the class, but the coach tells him he has to sit out. Doesn't seem to want to be responsible if he gets hurt, so this whole be a jock thing is not working out yet. Very unaccommodating. Yeah. And like he almost like trips trying to find the bleachers where his stuff is. Yeah, he doesn't have anyone to help him get to the get to his bleachers, so he's just kind of feeling around. Next up in Spanish class, the farm boy bully Jock from earlier steals Jace's tape recorder and starts playing it back for the class. The teacher instructs him to return it, but just then the fire bell rings and everyone leaves without helping Jace. And this scene was really upsetting. Like You could hear and see the panic on him when, when he couldn't find his way out of the building after he dropped his, um, I don't know what it's called. Is it like a walking stick? I, I really I, I'm, I'm uneducated on that but after he drops that and he falls on the floor he's so disoriented and he, he he's panicking and it was upsetting to watch yeah it really was he trips a few times and even yeah falls among the crowd when he gets up of course he's turned around so he doesn't know where to go and finds a locked door they start pounding on shouting for someone to help him and it just it's yeah it's just so sad to watch he's so scared mm-hmm and the person who helps him is actually John, the farm boy. He grabs him and pulls him outside, but without saying anything. So, like, I guess he felt bad, but, like, did not want to be responsible for him ultimately. Well, it, I mean, I think it's showing that farm boy John isn't actually that bad of a dude, you know? Like, yeah, he's he's kind of a jerk, but he's not a bad guy, you know? So he saw that Chase was in trouble. He helped him out, and uh, that was the end of it. Yeah, after everyone walked past him, at least... John did stop and help him. Well, later on, Mary Beth is reading to Jace in the hall while he starts talking about how no one knows how to deal with him, and some people shout in his face as if he's deaf and blind. Well, that's really stupid. I mean, it's 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 kind of funny because it's it's kind of like that joke where like if you if you're trying to focus on where you're going while you're driving, you turn the music down so you can think better or you can see better. So you shout at someone. So they can see better? It's just overcompensating because you don't know what to do. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, I do that as well. I just need to focus. Yeah, exactly. So Mary Beth tries to ground him, telling him people are treating him weird because he's acting like a snob, not actually because he's blind. And, well, yeah, that does seem to be happening. Seems like she diagnosed the issue. Yeah, how do you act around someone who's just, like, super egotistical and keeps trying to make jokes when it's not appropriate? They're just going to act awkward. Jace says he'd never wanted to be here in the first place. And Mary Beth is like, well, you are here, so you better quit blaming us and lose the attitude. Yeah, you tell him, Mary Beth. Mary Beth knows what's up. I like Mary Beth. Yeah, she's very straightforward. She says it like it is. Yeah. Cut to the football game where the band is playing in the stands, but it's not a typical marching band. I suppose it's just a pep band. No one's wearing like a uniform or anything. They're just kind of playing in the stands. A very nonchalant pep band. Yeah. Jace is playing behind the snares, I think, and farm boy John, who is, you know, of course, captain of the football team, sees him and mocks him for not being out on the field like him. Jace blames his seeing eye dog for pawing everyone's helmet off. <laughs> Jace tells Mary Beth that he would love to be able to take that guy out, and Mary Beth suggests he try out for the wrestling team, which farm boy is also the captain of, and Mary Beth's father is the coach of, and he has seen a blind kid win at wrestling before so it it's a, it is a thing it exists it's possible and if there's a will there's a way 
Yes. Later that night, Jace is on his computer as it reads to him the rules of blind wrestling. He then calls Mary Beth on speed dial. Well, so like, wow, they're already on speed dial level. Yeah, you know how it goes. These high schoolers. <laughs> so the next day, Jason tells her he wants to join the team, and she laughs. The next day, Fly brings Jace to the wrestling coach, and it turns out to be the gym coach that, that wouldn't let Jace play basketball in class earlier, so already off to a little poor start. This can only go well. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, great. Jace basically signs Fly up to join with him, and just because he brought him there. And Coach is hesitant. He gives Fly a bunch of tapes of past matches to study, and then realizes Jace can't watch them too, and he's like, well, just, just, just describe them to Jace, and then come back in a week if you still want to do it. Yeah, and trying to dissuade them. Yeah. Jace's parents are also hesitant at first, but Jace convinces them, and the next scene, Jace gives Coach his permission slip, and Coach wants to make sure it's not forged, but Jace makes a good point that if the signature on the line is on the line, it wasn't him. Because, you know, well, he's blind. Probably can't sign on this dotted line because he doesn't know where it is. Very good point. So, again, he's, like, very, the coach is just very nervous about this. But Jace wanted to do it, and Fly ended up just doing it anyway. Yeah, good for Fly, sticking with it. Yeah. They start practice with running drills, and coach calls Fly and Jace freshmen, so now I know that they are freshmen in high school. Okay. Glad we're in high school. Yeah. None of this junior high bull. Yeah, no. This is 100% high school. Anyway, while practicing actual wrestling with someone, Jace accidentally headbutts someone who whines and complains about letting a blind guy on the team. Yeah, there's a bad look for this guy, too. Yeah. That seems like something anyone could do accidentally Regardless of having vision, whatever. Wanda doesn't have her vision and she doesn't do stuff like that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Sad. Sadness. Pain. <laughs> anyway, other people seem to be enjoying making blind jokes towards Jace. And it's a real shame Fly is in a separate weight class and they can't just, like, practice together. Yeah. It's, it's not fun seeing these people make all the blind jokes but i mean at the same time he makes them about himself so he's kind of inviting it a little bit yeah but a lot of it is just mean-spirited yeah it is so this just keeps happening and jace gets in trouble for pinning a guy down for making another blind joke on him and coach says he has aggression issues he's got some moves though took that dude down he has moves a little bit of aggression but also if I mean, if, if everyone's just going to keep ragging on you like that, like, and you're all currently participating in a sport, yeah, aggression's going to come out. Yeah, but you got to be ready for it. That's, that's why the coach says you got to get your mentals in the right spot. Yeah. So now we're at the first wrestling match, and senior farm boy John has a little beef with his rival. So coach sees this rivalry and benches John just to prevent him from getting hurt for, for some stupid rivalry. Guess he really hates aggression issues. Yeah, it ended up being a good call, though. Oh, yes. Because it turns out his backup, Luke, did get hurt wrestling T-Rex. He got hurt pretty bad. Uh, bad enough to take him out, am I right? Yeah, he did get hurt wrestling this guy who turns out his name is T-Rex. So, yes, very dangerous wrestler and breaks Luke's collarbone. Yikes. So that means the backup's backup is next in line, and that happens to be Jace. Nice. 
farm boy John is not happy with this and is tired of everyone worrying about being politically correct by keeping Jace on the team because no one understands how it affects the team. Okay, asshole. He didn't mean to headbutt someone. It's not a big deal. What is this, 2018? Not used to hearing the, the term politically correct from a movie from the early 2000s. Yeah, that was a little weird. Next match time, and Fly loses his first match, but I really like how Coach went up to him and said anyone can boo, but he showed up out there. Yeah, good for Fly. That was some good coaching. Coach is finally, like, you know, getting better. <laughs> Big fan of Fly. Yeah. Chase is up next, and one of his teammates, Boomer, goes up to him to wish him good luck, but secretly puts a sign on his back with an eye crossed out. All right, Boomer. None of this. Yeah. The coach sees it and takes it off without telling him, but does confront the team Good about move, it, coach. saying he won't have a bully on his team. That was smooth, the way coach took it off of Jace's back, and then really, like, yeah, he he, he made it known, like, he, all right, I know it was you guys, and y'all are in trouble. Yeah. Jace unfortunately loses his first match, and we get a montage of Fly and Jace losing. But hey, they, they just started, so not everyone could be a wrestling prodigy. Nah. They're just getting the hang of things. I'm just glad he was able to hold his own. Like, he, he went in there, you know, he did his thing. Yeah. Sometime later, Jace finds Mr. Wyatt for a talk because he's having a rough time with wrestling. Jace says he wanted to be part of one thing where his disability was totally irrelevant, so naturally, Mr. Wyatt asked why his music didn't give him that. Apparently, Jace doesn't want to be a walking cliche like Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles, but Mr. Wyatt is also blind into music. Jace asks if he gets ticked off that people will only see a blind guy when they look at him, and Mr. Wyatt is like, wait, I'm blind? How am I going to get home? <laughs> I loved this. That was, yeah, it was really great. <laughs> but Jace doesn't seem to like blind jokes when he's not the one making them. So he tries to leave. But Mr. Wyatt says things don't get easier and, and people are going to treat you differently always because, well, you are different. I mean, yeah, it's sad, but it's true. And you just got to accept it. Yeah, good, good, good stuff. That that joke about how am I gonna get home though that I I got a genuine like just deep laugh out of that it was I I, I was cracking up <laughs> I thought that was great I had a good chuckle so this talk seems to stick with Jace because he stays after practice late to do more training farm boy John finds him and Jace explains practice ended for those who are winning so mad respect that that is true he's dedicated what a good freshman. Mary Beth then comes to find Jace and tells him it's probably his balance that is off, like, you know, his natural rhythm. So she volunteers to be his dance coach to help him. She shows up later to his house with a giant stuffed bear for him to practice his wrestling moves on. Which, I mean, I guess it's actually pretty smart, like, for the technique, so he doesn't accidentally hurt somebody. Yeah, I mean, you can't practice on her, so might as well use the, the stuffed too. dog. She's, she doesn't know. That's true. I mean, she could probably hold her own, though. She's she's grown up all around this wrestling stuff, so... But probably not in the same weight class. Anyway, after their training sesh, Mary Beth tells Jace about his family, and he realizes that it's their first conversation, not all about him, and he really must be a selfish jerk. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> now you're getting it. Mary Beth disagrees, but Jace asks why she even hangs out with him. She claims it's because Jace can't see that she looks like a... Hideous mutant she beast? Now where did this heck, come Michael? from? Yeah, she looks completely normal and not at all ugly. So that was just huge exaggeration. Where did this come from, though? Like this line came out of absolutely no. Like she's not portrayed to be like the the stereotypical like nerd or 
the the stereotypical like ugly person in the school so like this line just literally like for lack of better term blindsided me yeah she i mean i feel like if she just said like you can't see that how ugly i am like just hideous mutant shebies like she must really hate herself my goodness mutants to the mcu confirmed oh yes okay that no it all makes sense now (laughs) she's a mutant (laughs) okay she's like quake i got it i get it but jace agrees with us michael that he doesn't think that mary beth looks that way and she's like well how do you know and he touches her face and says someone like her would have to have a face that matches her heart this was Aww, sweet. He said, like a really nice thing for once. This was really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm a mutant. He's like, it's okay. <laughs> you got a nice face, kid. Your face is nice, like your heart. So time for another wrestling match, and Jace is winning this time. Mary Beth's training really worked. Wow. Yeah. That stuffed animal really did know its a uh, its technique. Yeah, dude. He was showing that that stuffed uh, stuffed animal what's up. You know. Yeah. Really putting in the hours. Yeah, Jace did so well that a reporter wants to do a story on him. But now that he's humble, he recommends any of the other guys because he's not that good. Yeah, he's like, talk to the people who are actually winning. I just did this once. Yeah. But the reporter obviously prefers Jace because he's blind and therefore would make a better story, which Jace calls him out on. Just another headline. (sighs) Sad. He tells the reporter to wait until he wins more matches and then they can talk. Uh, That's a good call. Uh, He's right. Good, Good. Cut to Spanish class where farm boy John is told he needs to do better on his grades or he won't be allowed to to continue sports because, you know, the academic eligibility rule is a thing and I respect it fully. Yep. Like, uh, I love when movies remind us of that because there's, there's some movies where they portray the jocks as being, like, extremely stupid and you know they're not, like, passing their classes, so they should not be playing sports. That You're not allowed to if you have less than a certain, like, GPA. So when movies do remind us of that, I'm really happy because it's just, it's it's not fair to let people play if they can't keep their grades up. Do you think Hogwarts had the same kind of academic eligibility rule? Because I feel like Ron wouldn't have been allowed on the Quidditch team. Because of Hermione, he was able to keep his grades up. Ah, always need a tutor. So John is obviously upset because Spanish is like a foreign language to him. Who would have thought? Of course. What a concept. Yeah, but Jace overhears this and offers to tutor him because he's good at it. Alright, so like Jace didn't just overhear this. They had this conversation right next to Jace, who was still in the classroom. He's blind, he can't hear us. (laughs) Again with the the yelling or, or the just like, that's fine, he can't see us, he won't know. That was silly. His hearing is based on movement. <laughs> it's like the opposite of the T-Rexes in Jurassic Park. Yeah, but it's like, J- Jace is completely like becoming a different person because John was just bullying him, but he offers to help with his Spanish. And then John is like, okay, well, then I'll help you with your weight training in return for the tutoring. Yeah, it's a quid pro quo. Yeah, so all thanks to Mary Beth for basically crafting him to be a better boy orchestrating this whole thing yep if it wasn't for her he'd have just been a jerk and he probably would have ended up quitting the the wrestling team maybe that's her mutant ability maybe Hmm. cut to jace and john weight trading with the occasional spanish lesson and jace starts playing some of his music on his little radio thingy like music he actually performed 
to remind us he's still talented musically, even though this is not the focus of the movie, because he doesn't want it to be. We stand a multifaceted lead. Yes. Speaking of the music, it continues as he plays guitar in Spanish class. You know, guitar, drums, what else can he do? And Mr. Wyatt comes in and joins him on the drums. The two have a great jam sesh, and Mr. Wyatt is pleased with Jace for losing the chip on his shoulder that made him so annoying. Again, thank you, Mary Beth. You have a great mutant ability to make <laughs> obnoxious boys more tolerable. This scene was cool, too. I liked it. I liked their jamming. Yeah, that was fun. Fade to commercial break later, and it's time for another wrestling match. Jace is winning yet again, and people are cheering him on, while the guy he, who he was back up to because of an injury looks pissed. And Fly looks sad on the bench because he's losing, I assume. Poor Fly. Alright, come on, Fly. I mean, I get it, you know, but be, be happy for your friend. You don't gotta be a little, like, like sitting on the bench while everyone else is celebrating. I get it could hurt, but, you know, you, your, your buddy's literally blind and he just won a wrestling match. Well, it's more than that, because right after that, Jace has his arm around John and the other jocks, and they find Fly in the hall and invite him to Victory Burgers, but Fly doesn't want to come. Like He's probably upset that Jace now hangs out with the jocks, you know, who were previously their bullies. So I totally get Fly. Like, he's just he's just a little sad. He doesn't he doesn't think he has what it takes to really be, like, on the team. He's just, just in, like, a little dump. Yeah, Jace definitely could have been a bit more inclusive with, with Fly here, really trying to get him part of the team. Yeah. And next up, we see Luke demanding to get back on the mat because he's healed, but Coach thinks it's too soon. This leads Luke to confront Jace for ruining his life and taking his slot, but Jace says he earned it. Luke tells farm boy John that Jace is just Coach's charity case, and John is like, well, he is winning. So I hope this means John really has learned to like Jace now, because, because earlier he was <laughs> complaining about being politically correct. Yeah, I mean, he, he like I said, I, I don't think he was ever really that bad of a guy. Um, but, you know, he's just, just a kid after all. He really should have stepped in when Luke was, like, about to put the beat down on Jace. Yeah, he really should have. So, Jake takes this to heart, though, and tells the coach he wants to wrestle off with Luke for their slot. Coach assures Jace he earned his slot, and it's not because of the freak factor, as Jace says. Yikes. Yeah. Cut to Mary Beth walking Jace down some stairs, speaking up for her coach dad. Jace asks if she wants him to go and apologize, and she replies with, I don't care, do what you want. So he grabs her and kisses her because she said to do what you want. Well, Michael, we haven't had a forced decom kiss in a while, so I guess it was bound to happen eventually. It was alright, you could feel the chemistry. I mean, yeah, yeah, like, she seemed to have liked it, but to me, just, I thought it was, like, a, a bit cocky, and just, it, it came out a little bit out of left field. It was a little out of left field, but... They were just talking, and all of a fine. sudden, he's like, okay, he just, like, took the opportunity immediately. It was cute. She thought it was cute, too. Luckily, yes. Cut to the neighborhood basketball court, where Jace hears Fly ride by and wants to know what's going on with him. Fly confirms he's sick of feeling like a loser, and some of the wrestling jocks roll up to take Jace to a party that Fly isn't interested in. So Jace uh, goes off to them, but turns out he actually rejected them and found his way to Fly's house instead. Good job, Jace. Yes, but I, like, so I guess, like, the, maybe the jocks gave him a ride to Fly's house, or, like, they did, like, a loop or something, because Fly was already there, but 
he was just at the basketball court. So Jace was talking to him for at least a little, like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But still, good good on him to acknowledge that his friend is hurting and to spend more time with him. Yeah, tells us that Jace is really, you know, turning around. Turning, he's, he, re- he really is, like, becoming a, a fully fleshed out, like, well-rounded person. He's he's seeing the error in his ways. A, a more flawed character would have gone to the party with his friends. Yeah. Anyway, Jace starts teaching Fly all the moves Mary Beth showed him, which is the magic trick to winning, I suppose. Yep. Later at school, Fly is finally sporting his own Letterman jacket, but even the small is too big on him. It's one of the, again, another thing that just made me laugh, and it's not necessarily a joke, like he does say he looks like the mascot, um, but I, I, I made a quick meme and sent it to you when I, when I, um, <laughs> when I was thinking about it later on, and he looks like the, you know, the, the younger brother that walks in and is standing in the doorway and he's like, mom said it was my turn on the Xbox. Like, that, that's just, the, that's what I thought when I saw it. It was so, his stance was hilarious. Yeah. It just, yeah, it was just, the arms were too big and everything, the sleeves. You looked like a turtle. Yeah. And one of the other, one of the older jocks on the team sees this and tries to take it off of him. Because I guess, because he doesn't think he, he earned it. But Fly knows how to dance now. So he gets out of the jock's grip and pins him down to the ground. He took him down quick, too. Yeah, well, he can really wrestle now and, and also run away. Yeah, one dance lesson later. That's all it needed. Yeah, the, those Mary Beth's dance lesson, courtesy of Jace. <laughs> That's all you need, apparently. Later, later on, we get a montage of Jace showing Mary Beth how to play the drums so he can put her arm around her. Cute. Classic, classic, classic. And this is intertwined with farm boy John doing a lot of training to lose weight. So he can be in the correct weight class, which he accidentally bumped out of. That's gotta suck. It's very dangerous, too. You had one too many Totino's pizza rolls, and the next thing you know, your whole, like, senior year sports <laughs> the, the routine is messed up. The montage ends, and Jace attempts to kiss Mary Beth again on the front porch, but she stops him because her dad, a.k.a. his coach, is watching. Yeah, not so fast, lover boy. Yeah, so are they like a couple now? Like uh, you, you have to you, assume. You could tell like they like each other, but yeah, I guess you have to assume. They were sitting awfully close together earlier. So mm-hmm. I mean, you, you see the drum scene. Yeah. So Luke heckles Jace some more, and this time when Jace demands a wrestle off to the coach, he agrees. So they finally go at it while John is training in the background while watching. So I thought that was funny. Like <laughs> they're like doing their like little pop up wrestle off and john's just like on the treadmill in the background yeah it's like once and for all they finally got their showdown and and i I liked um he used the move that john taught him so when he wins he goes i taught him that (laughs) yeah i I also really appreciate the continuity like he yeah he's still training he really needs to drop those six pounds so every sense he gets he will be in the background training yeah so yeah jace wins the wrestle off instantly but unfortunately pops his shoulder which then coach has to pop back in that's gotta hurt it, yes it is extremely painful like according to my constant shoulder injury friend clay it just it looks it looks terrifying i mean his face after coach popped it back in was enough to tell me i never want that to happen to me yes it is very bad well big wrestling meet time and john did lose six pounds for his weight class but he's feeling super weak, and Jace is concerned, but he tells him 
that all he has is wrestling, so he has to continue. All right, well, like, what about football? Meanwhile, he's struggling to stand. Yes, he like it. It is very dangerous what he did, and he's really feeling the the burn of it now. But just the fact that he said that wrestling is all he has, but he it was previously established that he's the football captain, and he had a football match earlier, he had a football game earlier. So, is it because football season's over that he's like doesn't regard it anymore, or was it just a little, little over dramatic thing? I I don't know. Or a plot error. Or a script error. Eh. Who's to say? Well, Chase wins his first match, so glad to see his shoulder's okay now. Yeah. Quick bounce back. Usually not the case. But good for him. As he walks back to the bench, the ref slaps his butt, and I hate that so much in sports, Michael. It's just so gross. I know it's 2004, but stop it. Please stop doing that. I I just thought it was weird that the the ref did it. You know, yeah, it's one to, like, thing if it's like a it coach back. or a teammate, but it's the ref. I'm like, all yeah, right, I had buddy. to play it back and was like, "What? Keep your oh, hands goodness. to yourself." Yeah, it's like, "Good job, guys." Slap butt. No, stop, please. Don't do not do that. So John faces off against his big rival T Rex, but unfortunately loses, which then leaves it up to Fly to get the team enough points to progress to the next big match. And then Fly does, in fact, win, and he gets them points. So, nice. again, fly. the dance moves really did it for him. He knows his rhythm now. He's all good. You couldn't help but be happy for Fly here. Like, he really brought it home for the team. Yeah, maybe instead of making John lose all that weight, they just could have given him a dance lesson. Yeah, he could learn a thing or two. I don't know. He's pretty good at wrestling. He just was having, having a tough time there. He was too, he was too weak, yeah. At the next practice, Coach tells John he doesn't want him dieting again and will bump him up a weight class, which he's obviously upset about because he won't be able to face off against his rival T-Rex. Yeah, he wants that rematch, but it's just unhealthy. Yeah, exactly. Extremely. But now he has to gain all that weight back, so I guess that's less unhealthy. I'm sure he was dehydrated and starving himself and, and just, again, exhausted from losing the six pounds to begin with, so... He could probably just gain it all back by one night of eating and drinking normally. Hopefully. Normally is the key. Anyway, so Jace has to move up five pounds to be in that weight class with T-Rex. And then that means Luke gets his old spot back. So he won't be that much of a of a jerk anymore because he finally got what he wanted. But now Jace is really worried because T-Rex is insane. I mean, that's, his nickname is T-Rex. Yeah, he can't, he's, he's got to be scary. Yeah. Cut to Jace alone in the band room, jamming on the guitar. Mr. Wyatt walks in and gives Jace some well-timed advice yet again, reminding him that everyone is afraid, but you need to treat your fear like your wrestling opponents. Wrestle it to the ground and get on top of it. Well said again. He always has, like, the best lines. Wise man, you know? He's a good teacher. He really is. Also, courtesy of my favorite joke in the movie, so I can't help but like him. (laughs) Well, it's the final big match of the movie, and farm boy John wins in his new higher weight class. So yeah, he did have what it takes all along. Just he was not in a good shape at all last time. Yeah, I mean, he also did need to regain some confidence because he nearly quit the team after uh, after getting bumped out of his weight class. But luckily, Jace, you know, talked some sense into him. Said, "Hey, you know, if you quit, I quit." Um, So. You know, they're both showing a bit of bravery. John being open to uh, 
you know, change and, and Jace being willing to put up a fight against, you know, T-Rex. Yeah. Some great growth going on there. But we're happy to see John succeeding in his new weight class. You love to see it. Yes. Especially happy to see Fly succeeding in his weight class and winning his match. Heck yeah, Fly. You go. Yeah. And also the band is in the audience. And you don't normally bring the band to a wrestling match. Well, this is the Regional North State Championship. We never were invited to any sport besides football. Maybe our teams weren't that great. I don't know. I didn't really pay attention. Clearly, wrestling is the biggest sport at this school, Kelly. I don't know. I thought John was also good at football. Do you see that crowd? <laughs> they always make it exaggerated. I don't know. But also, like, yeah, they, they could be there if, if since the marching band went to a swim meet in the 13th year. So I guess it's all about budget and what sport is the most popular at your school. Yeah, I mean, at this wrestling match, even the, the, the band was even in uniform for this one. They were all wearing, like, the school uh, school polo or whatever. They weren't even, they were in, like, gym clothes for, for the f- football game. So this is clearly the, the sport of choice for this school. Yeah, I guess John's better at wrestling than football. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jace is really struggling against T-Rex so much so that they start showing the struggle in slow motion to make it really dramatic. Yeah, I mean, all T-Rex is doing is going to trying to sweep the knees and, and, and like, just flailing freaking, uh, flailing um Jace around like a freaking fish. Like, you just see him all over the place. For real. Just flopping one way, flopping the other, and you see his <laughs> face every time they're in slow motion. It's, it's kind of funny. Yes. yes, Jace is really pinned down, but, but he's able to roll out at the last second. His shoulder is still a bit injured, but he goes back out there as Mary Beth plays the drums for him. How sweet. That was sweet. I liked that. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Some drops and pins later, and T-Rex wins, but Jace gets the team enough points to get the team to qualify for state. Yeah, I mean, in reality, all he had to do was not get pinned, which, you know, he did a pretty good job at avoiding. Yeah, because he kept rolling out. Yeah, using his dance moves. He had really good technique, yeah. It was like, T-Rex was, was the superior person, but Jace was not far off. Nah, he held his own. Good for him. Yes, so much so that after he you know, secures the team enough points, T-Rex lifts Jace's arm up with him in victory, obviously impressed with him. So I thought that was really nice. Yeah, yeah good sportsmanship, not a complete bad guy, just a fierce rival. Yeah, he wasn't at all like mean to him like he was to John. He was just like, I'll see you again. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, well, I'll see you the next match. It was, it was really nice. Mm-hmm. So... That reporter from earlier returns, and he wants the story he was promised if Jace won more, if Jace won more matches, which he did, and asks to get some background from his teammates. He goes to farm boy John and asks if having a blind teammate makes this season so different. John asks, who's blind? And pretends to not notice that Jace was blind. The team chimes in, even Luke, who's, I guess, just not mad anymore. I loved this. I loved this. Them all going around, he's blind? Yeah, just like Mr. White earlier, like, how am I going to get home? Everyone's just like, what? You're... I don't know you're blind. This was awesome. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, was really good. John pushes the reporter off, telling him he needs to do more research. <laughs> and, wow, that, yeah, that was, that was just great. Just like, shoo him away. Get out of here, media. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sucks that in movies, it seems like you have to start winning for other jocks to start liking you. But I just have to hope that they're not doing this because he's winning, but it's because they actually got to know him more and learn to respect him. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, they started, it's, it was conveniently that they started being nicer to him when he was winning. Yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with, well, one, he had to get that giant little chip off his shoulder. But but two, like, just getting to know the yeah. dude. Yeah, the chip definitely, too. But I'm really glad it all came together at the end. Yeah. And at the end, Jace and Mary Beth slow dance in the empty gym and the movie ends. Like, was it their gym? Were they just, were they, like, allowed to just stay there? <laughs> It's it's your stereotypical, you know, after the after the uh, competition, the the boy and the girl have their moment in, on the battlefield, you know, on 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 the court. So it was, they they actually had their dance. Yeah, I mean, it was sweet. It's just always funny. Like, are they allowed to be there? Where is everyone else? Why are their parents leaving? Are they just gonna wait in the car? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Michael? I absolutely loved this movie. Like, this was. I, I was blown away by how much I enjoyed it. I thought it was delightful. I thought it was fun, funny, entertaining, and honestly, really sweet. Like, I, I thought this was a very well-meaning movie. I, I didn't think that, like, even one of the jokes that were being made by the by the bullies were mean-spirited. Like, they were meant to be the bad guys, so you knew that the mean-spirited jokes were, like, actually mean. Um, so I, I really enjoyed pretty much every aspect of this movie honestly i i had never seen it before and now i can say like as a 24 year old watching this this disney channel original movie i thought this was a very well made and very good movie um so i I was very happy and it got like you know the genuine like laugh out of that joke with mr uh mr wyatt earlier in the movie um the the wrestling matches i thought were engaging like i was never like sometimes in sports movies just the the sports kind of just bore me you know but i was con like i was really invested in the wrestling matches because i was really invested in the characters even with um even with john you know i thought john was a great character too once he came around like you could tell he's a good guy he's a good dude and uh, he contributed well to to the entire movie the coach was well-meaning everybody was well-meaning except for i guess uh until the end yeah luke at the end he turned around but yeah i i genuinely enjoyed this movie i thought it was really good and honestly like when 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 jace won when when jace won it for the team he didn't win his match but he won for the team um when when they lifted him up on their shoulders at the end like i got a little i got a little teary-eyed i was like wow he he did it you know he went from zero to hero and i I was very (laughs) happy at the end of this movie yeah i'm really glad you liked it because i liked it as a kid but watching it again now i was like wow like yeah, I really like this movie. It didn't even feel like a decom. No, it felt like a proper movie, and that's part of what I liked about it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I saw the list of decoms, and I was saying to myself, like, if you, if you don't want to watch it, I'll still probably just watch it because I wa- I didn't remember a lot about the movie. I just remembered I liked it and I wanted to see it again. So I'm really glad we did do this for the podcast. I mean, so I said it wasn't. It didn't feel like a decom. It slightly felt like a decom when Jace randomly kissed Mary Beth because it just felt like it was just like random. But besides that, I felt totally submersed in the story without any cheesy distractions to really point out that it, it's Disney Channel. No, it truly is like kind of a diamond in the rough as far as DCOMs go, I gotta say. Yeah, and I also forgot it was a sports movie because this movie was just so engaging. Yeah, I didn't mind the sports. Normally, sports movies are really boring and slow. I liked that they interjected the sports with band, too. Best of both worlds. Definitely works for us. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it's great. It was annoying that Jake was, like, such a jerk in the beginning, but I can totally understand why he was like that, and I'm glad he was able to acknowledge it 
and learn to really be himself without all the guard up. I guess like they had to like make him a certain way so he could so he could really change throughout. For sure, and for sure. I, I personally would have liked a little bit more Wayne Brady in music class, but the time we did spend with them, with him and Ben, was always superb. He always had like the best A plus advice and. Even the coach learned how to give good advice after he got over Jace being blind. So overall, I, th- I think it was a great movie, a great decom, and would have made a fine addition to ABC Family. Definitely standout teacher moments in this movie. Really, really enjoyed them both. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I've never seen this movie. And now I, it's it's in my top favorite decoms. So I, I really, I'm really glad we got to watch this. Oh, well, look at that. I'm glad. <laughs> well, it's... That's all I got to say about this superb movie. All right, then why don't you take us out, Kelly? All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review so we can improve and follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Decom Central Pod, so feel free to follow us there and wear a mask. Okay, thanks. All right, everyone. Fight's over. Clear the court. Clear the court. Get out of here. No dancing after. Bye.